do what? I'm gonna play my guitar one more time. Just play it sweet for the people one more time. And then you're gonna... I'm, I'm gonna have these singers tell you what I'm gonna do. But you don't understand what I'm saying? What you gonna do? And I'm gonna have these singers tell you what I'm gonna do. They'll tell you. I'm gonna get these... Come, oh, organize them. Come on. Take a Hello everyone, welcome back to the 7th Street Podcast. My name's Clark, I'm here with my gracious co-host. Hey, it's Hamza. And uh, we're here with a couple of friends across from me, sitting to my right. He's the co-host of the Based Earth podcast. He does so much as well. His name is... Anthony Veray, what's going on? Anthony Veray is here. And yeah, I try to talk a little bit closer to him. Sure, no worries. How's it going, people? Welcome. We're here outside once again, and we're also flanked by Kevin Rubio and Owen Smith, and they'll be chiming in if they, if they want to. How's it going? <laughs> Hello. And there we go. So what's up? How's it going, Anthony? How are you, bro? I'm great, dude. I am uh, appreciative. To, you know, I'm. I, I thank you both for having me on the podcast. I, uh, you know, we had a conversation like last week about doing this, and now we're yeah. here, and I appreciate that. Like we've actually, you know, kind of took advantage of uh, of our conversation, and now we're here doing it. So for sure. I appreciate that. Um, I'm fine, man. I'm enjoying the the weather. It's beautiful out. I was at the beach today. What about oh, yeah. you guys? I'm chilling, man. I work today. I've been working all week, so. Gotcha. Yeah, I was working too. <laughs> we on that grind. I feel you. Yeah. You know, you have to be on that grind sometimes, mm-hmm. but it's all good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, I agree. I think um, it's cool because like really no one else around like that I really know of is doing mm-hmm. podcasts and stuff like that. Right. And I just really mm-hmm. fuck with the fact that we can like start to connect and like do some sort of like network thing, you know, because that shit's super cool to me. Like I've been wanting to do this podcast for like two years. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I'm just like really cool. It's just cool that we can like reach people and like people are willing to actually listen to what we're talking about, you know? Yeah, most definitely. So I appreciate it, bro. Yeah, dude, of course. And I'm glad that, you know, like we brought this up in the conversation earlier when we were talking last week and it was just inspiring because it's, you know, I'm glad that we both are doing this and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I can't really talk to other people that are doing this too. And I wish other people were podcasting, you know, I wish other people were utilizing this platform to speak and talk and have conversations about their ideas and, you know, focus on what they're interested in, stuff like that and sit down and it's cool. So hundred percent. The thing is too, that I like about it. It's like, it gives you a chance to just like chill and talk with someone for an hour, hour and a half. And that's like not really something you ever get to do, you know? And it's focused too, because like the microphone's on, we're recording. Like Like you have to actually be on your shit, you know? I agree. It's cool. 100%. But Hamza, what have you been up to, bro? A lot of work. I was in Seattle last week. That was pretty cool. Oh, really? Uh, Oh, yeah. This is your new college that you're going to this September. Yeah, I'm transferring this fall to Seattle University. Mm. Um, Should be fun. You know, I'm really looking forward to it. Do you like do you like Seattle and everything? Dude, that was dope. That was so fun. I also so I was there for an official visit, like with the team at I Run Track. Sure. And their team, like they're actually a family, and that's not something I've really seen, you know, mm-hmm. on teams. And they, like my being there, they're in automatically included me into it. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. they showed me around. I got someone's like, oh, let's where we hang out. Let me give you a tour of the place. You know, like oh, we're doing this. Want to go do this? Blah, blah, blah. You know, like I was hanging out. Like it wasn't like oh, I'm the host that they're having. I was like right. their friend that they're hanging out with. It was mm-hmm. really cool. Um, city was dope. I gotta look around. I didn't. I didn't go to like the touristy spots. I just like went to parks. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is really cool. Why do you think that is? Why do you think that group included you more so than people? Like, do you feel like you felt that inclusion here at the U, or what do you mean? I mean, I'm friends with the guys on my team here, but I think the environment that's fostered is slightly different. Like here, I'm in. They felt you're here to run. You know, people mm-hmm. are more running oriented. And then at at uh Seattle at Seattle U, there's so many mosquitoes. Um, they're 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 still running oriented, but it's a lot more. They're wanting you like to do well in running, but they understand that running is your extracurricular activity, and mm-hmm. that they want you to like have a life. And not that they don't want that here, but just like they care more about that. And they, you know, the coach at my meeting is like, what I care about most is that you're healthy physically, mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. That's spiritually. Awesome. Like, that's what I care about I like the that. most. And then, running. Mm-hmm. That's so. And awesome. my coach here cared about me like that, but 
he laid like laid out and there's concrete like mm-hmm. and that that team's had had its fair share of problems too so the coach now this is the end of his second year he took over so the lady coaching before him coached for like six seven years and she wasn't even a runner she rode in college and then was like running and qualified for the trials which is like in the marathon even her dogma was that you can run through any injury which no. does no it's not true when <laughs> mm-hmm. he took over there were 13 stress fractures mm-hmm. oh because, shit like you know yeah um, interesting so even that like made him care less about right because then it wasn't about perform. it's about you know rebuilding and 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 getting to that point where you can start from you know because you have to get healthy coming back from a stress fracture depending on where it is can be tough it can be so hard like I bet. i've been blessed to never have one mm-hmm. um, i've had a stress reaction which is like almost having one but like still like it's a lot of work like that's that's at least four months well yeah you wow. think about it i mean like your whole job is to run and you're using your legs constantly to just walk around mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so like that's what that's what happens when you get a foot injury like that shit takes up so, so long yeah, to you heal to, yeah because you're constantly using it interesting man well i'm glad you like it dude that's it's dope, dope. Yeah, that's super wait. dope their, their mascots are red hawks and i don't know if that's like a native american i hope it's not but oh I don't yeah really know. i don't think so i think that sounds like a bird type thing you know i mean yeah yeah but I was like looking at their and it used their logo. I don't know what their logo is now, but the logo when I was looking them up was a like a Native American in the headdress. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. I think that's so awesome that he he. So you, this is the first time that you spoke to the coach and, and he in person. And, and, yeah. Wow. So he introduced all those different things to you. Yeah. First time. Yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. awesome, man. And and he touched on like being spiritual. Yeah, yeah. And that that honestly, bro, that makes me think. Do you guys consider yourselves spiritual people? No, oh, of course, one hundred percent. Yeah. He, I have my ups and downs. Yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, Why do you say you're spiritual, uh, I would say it's spiritual because I think, I just think from a, well, part of it is because from a young age, my my mother was really, really spiritual, so that very, definitely fed off onto me, but since then, I've kind of... Was that, was that spiritual, like, God, like, religion? Well, spiritual in the sense where she was, like, there's, she was very kind of, like, a, a mysticism that surrounded her kind of like rhetoric towards me around spirituality so she'd be like there's like energy and we're all we're all like these blanket statements about the universe and i and and like things for example like we're all energy and we're all like infinite consciousness and we're all like uh like you know these different examples of like um i don't know like believing in manifestation like we can manifest things and create things like through Mm. our energy and stuff like that and when i was younger like I, I never I actually pushed that stuff away yeah because me too. my mom would always say that to me and, she, and I'd be like can we not can we change the subject like right. I don't want like I don't even know if I believe this right so it's interesting I've had both sides because before I was really not trying to understand and study and open up to that information yeah and now I've kind of blossomed like a flower into understanding what where she was coming from and where that knowledge is based in and so I think like now I'm much more interested and much more open to that type of stuff. Yeah. And, and I really agree with like what I've heard about it, 100%. Yeah, so for it's real, dope. Bro. It's dope. Yeah. I've been thinking about it too. It's like, here's Wait, Mo. Yeah. Mo just pulled up. What up, Mo? How's yeah, it going, bro? You want to hop on the podcast real quick? This is my, this is my, our other roommate, Mo. We haven't seen him in a minute. Oh, really? Ladies and gentlemen, this is Mo here coming from 7th Street Podcast. Good evening and good night. Your boy has to go get ready for a dinner tonight. So until next time, ladies and gentlemen, it will be an eventful, very eventful, I should say. Sounds good, bro. What? Oh, you see something across the street? (laughs) Across the street here on 7th, we are located. And across the street, there there is a very, very fine... <laughs> what would we call that, Hamza? Lady, no, woman. woman. No, how woman. no, like you guys are. Be respectful. Up. You guys bro. are fucked up. I was gonna say an animal, a beautiful bunny across the street, but you guys <laughs> are saying you guys are staring down women like Dude, they're that's objects. That's a lie, man. I can't believe you guys. Where's, you guys the, ra- where's the rabbit, bro? Nice rabbit. All right, I'm headed out. You got a Take car care. wash. Mo got a new Chrysler. Mm. That shit's nice. Two hundred. Nice <laughs> I yeah, think so. Yeah. This is, uh, when's the last time this nigga was home? I know, dude. It's, it's been, been a minute. A long-ass oh, time. How's Eid? I had work. I had work. I didn't get to go home. I had to go to that mosque over by Opsa's old place by myself. Did Opsa go to uh, <laughs> no, celebrate Eid or no? He was in... Uh, he was in... He, he was out of town. He, yeah, he's out of town. He's, yeah. He just wanted... He, he uh, you know... He's at Nationals doing his thing. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to Opsa. He just won the... He no, just qualified for finals. finals. Yeah, yeah. Congrats yeah. to him, man. Yeah. That's crazy. Nice. Um, mm. 
But yeah, that was Mo. Yeah. Maybe he'll be on the podcast one time, but that's our other roommate, yeah. Um, But yeah, back to like the spiritualism. I think um, I agree. Like I push that shit away a lot. Like basically I would go to church like once a year Mm -hmm. for like Christmas Christmas at my grandma's. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And I think now like I can definitely see myself at some point becoming more religious. Religious and like spiritual. I think they, they, it, it falls I mean, under yeah, same the same way. category. Yeah, yeah, it just depends on where you're defining of, yeah, mm-hmm. the line, you know? Right. But, like, because I definitely see the utility in, like, believing in a higher power mm-hmm. or, like, having something you can pray to or, mm-hmm. like, aspire to be mm-hmm. like, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, try to be, like, closer to God or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know. I've, I've thought about that before. Like, I feel like I can maybe... Maybe maybe when I'm older or something, I'll mm-hmm. be like a religious dude or something. But yeah. not I don't know. I also don't want to like be like one of those super religious, obnoxious dudes. You know what no, I mean? No, of course not. Because no. I think it can definitely get to that point. I yeah. love God. Yeah. Yeah. You love God. I What's love wrong? God, man. <laughs> like that song. It has utility to every individual. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? In their own unique way. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like when you start to extend your like extend your control or extend your beliefs on other people like hardcore that's when it becomes an issue because you can't really control other people and their beliefs man like Mm -hmm. all you can control is your beliefs and your and if it's and if it helps you fuck it dude like right right go for it right for sure and where it can get really bad is when it gets to things like cults right Mm -hmm. you know like yeah that was one of of our talking points today because like man i've just been thinking about that lately it's like people and the psychology behind it is so interesting too Mm -hmm. because any one of us could fall victim to like a cult you know Mm -hmm. what i mean and there's instances of people like uh what was it called the um like that one dude with the kool-aid the one dude with the kool-aid yeah Yeah. jonestown Jonestown, yeah Yeah, like that shit he was really he was just a normal guy who like popped out i don't really know the story behind it i don't know if you guys do he has uh the reason why so many people went over to jonestown is because he i mean part of it was because he was so enthusiastic like he had such enthusiasm that people just were gravitated to that. Mm-hmm. And that's part of like, when you have, there's no logic in spirituality or, or religion, right? Because you can't mm. logically understand or, or, or decipher why God exists, right? Yeah. So the opposite of that, when you're you know, being like a Jonestown person, like the guy who led all those people to kill themselves, it's like, he was the opposite of logic, dude. He was just like rhetoric all the way. He mm-hmm. was so like nice to listen to. Yeah. And that's why so many people are like, yes, like, let's just go and do whatever he says because he's so nice to listen to. He, he's such a, you know, a poet in their own way, right? Mm-hmm, right. And, and they just follow them into the fucking death, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, look, themselves. At, look at how people, like, uh, the I, I actually did a speech about it. The main thing about people, like, talking and all that kind of stuff is mm-hmm. what content does not give matter. It's the way, it's delivery, you know? Mm-hmm. I could charm an entire, entire crowd to beat someone up, you know, mm-hmm. if right. I did it the right way. Mm-hmm. That's illogical, but the way you know the way he presented himself, the exactly. way he introduced himself to people, that that that's what you know does that. Like, it's hey, like I don't know, it was that was fucked up, that was messed up, but oh, like yeah. shit, like that's. I mean, you gotta look at other people. Like, okay, this is not well, I, but like Mao, like Mao did some horrible stuff, mm-hmm. but the way he put himself into people, not lives, like they still love him, you know, even mm-hmm. though he killed like fifty, like forty percent of the population at one point, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just like the way you know the way. And you know, yeah. I don't know, but like with with cults, me, I don't see where the difference lies between a cult and a religion. Mm-hmm. You okay. know, like I think a cult is just too young. Oh right, right. You know. So do you think that Christianity at one point was kind of like a cult following type thing? Like you see that with Scientology, like that was created in the 1950s, I yeah. think. Look at it, so full blown religion. Yeah, you know? exactly. Mm-hmm. And you could definitely classify that as a cult. Mm-hmm. as it started mm-hmm. i see what you mean for sure i think uh i guess the parameters that i guess a religion like christianity started were definitely different though mm-hmm. and i think what the biggest thing that separates a cult from a religion is like you're not you're not trying to uh impose your beliefs like you were saying anthony it's mm-hmm. like you can't impose your beliefs on anyone else mm-hmm. that's the only way that it can be like a healthy like religion type thing mm-hmm. but whenever it gets to be like but after a certain i mean far enough along then they can you know at how many generations later on then they can you know yeah but yeah i see what yeah, you're all, saying all it takes is just a couple altruistic principles that are propagated through like a doctrine yeah. or like a piece of paper and then people look at it and they're like wow this means something well of course it means something but it's so general that like anyone could look at it and say oh this means something to me right and then yeah. someone's like oh well hey yeah it does mean something to you but 
maybe like we could make an organization yeah. where we could tell other people the same thing and then make some money off of it yeah. or then like propagate it or make it bigger you know what I mean yeah. that becomes like religion right Scientology like, for example look at Lutheranism like Martin Luther denounced the Catholic Church and he gave this thesis by and like oh, okay we're gonna make religion based off this mm-hmm. you know like did you see that thing recently with the uh, it was the preacher like the the preacher of this mega church who like had he had brain. millions of dollars mm-hmm. and and he yeah he had a private jet and I'll, I'll link this video in the description um, but basically what it was was he said that he doesn't fly uh, commercial. commercial airline because it's a tube full of demons oh, I think and, I heard about and that's his justification for having a private jet that he mm-hmm. flies everywhere and flies to his so calls people, his timeshares in demons. Mexico or whatever mm-hmm. and he was approached by this journalist and he just looked like so fucking creepy and the fact that this dude is like supposedly on this like higher plane that everyone looks up to and he's mm-hmm. like a conduit Popping. of God right. like it's really like there's a lot of aspects of religion that can be criminal because then you think like this dude's not paying taxes like he's getting all these donations and he doesn't have to you know give that back to the state because Damn, there's a actually, separation that's crazy yeah and and that's what scientology became like it was such a huge deal when they became a real religion because that gave them tax-exempt status yeah. and that's when they like Took exploded Bro, yeah mm-hmm. Tra- john travolta is a scientologist his son had um a very curable disease. I don't exactly remember what it was, but Scientology doesn't really believe in modern medicine, and he died as a result of it. Shit. Wow. That's and crazy. I know people have See, their. There's call- like the lack of logic right there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Mm. I I personally I have a I think I have a really like interesting view on because so I'm I'm Sunni Muslim. Mm-hmm. Um, the way it was introduced to me is like you have to go to Islamic school mm-hmm. where you learn about the Quran and all that kind of stuff, right? Um, I started at four, and I have a, I've had a ton of different teachers. And depending on who they are, and like they're all small, and how soon they came to the U.S., like it was, if I like say something wrong, they maybe give me like a, I would get a SWAT or something, you know, because you're not supposed to mess up. Wow. Or you, I get some like fob ass niggas who like, and this is a real thing. And that's fresh off the boat. Yeah. Fob. He took his metal pen, put it between my fingers, and slammed textbooks whenever I got something wrong, you know. Yeah. And for me, that that pushed me away heavily from religion because I'm like well, if I you know I'm learning why are you gonna I'm learning right mm-hmm. here and comes Mo again <laughs> Mo do you have any comments on religion or Scientology ladies and gentlemen <laughs> white boys 7th street here on religion and what else did <laughs> you want to hear Scientology and dude comments. I took a Scientology test last night consisted of 200 questions like personality wise attitude and all that stuff. Scientology test what is that it was like a how should I say one of those personality 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 psychometric tests and they wanted me to come into the Scientology place that they have here in Minnesota yeah Yeah, they wanted me to schedule a meeting with them I was like uh do I want to turn into a Tom Cruise? I don't think so. I'm not. Now this year, maybe. You think that I'm Tom sometime. Cruise? <laughs> Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise. <laughs> oh, bitch, y'all Bobby with that too. <laughs> Sounds good, dude. Hell yeah. Thanks for that insight. Yeah, man. But Scientology is something weird. Very. But interesting, though, nonetheless. Yeah, I mean, for yeah, real. of course it is. But anyways, uh, I'll be back on this podcast soon, God willing, and inshallah. I'm heading out here for some dinner. You guys take care and be well. But yeah, so I don't know. I was pushed away from religion at an early age. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I've recently, like, I'm reintroducing myself on my own terms to help me get more into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't rationalize the existence of God, and because I can't rationalize it, I'm not too fond on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, I think spirituality is good. Bro, this man's an asshole. He gets a new Chrysler and he thinks he's fucking hot shit. Bro, he had an Audi. What are you talking about? He did have an Audi. God damn it. But I think spirituality is, is a great way for someone to become more in tune with like themselves, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and kind of like their environment. Um, I know it gets like shit on a lot, and it's like, oh, look at me, I'm oh, like, yeah. oh, fucking hippies. Like, I, right, I, right. I mean, I think it's a great way for you to learn more about who you are, because I think that's one of the best ways you can look and like be like self-reflective and introspective about who you are as a person. Right. Mm-hmm. What I what, what I've always liked about religion, and that I've definitely held on to, even. Uh, after I kind of like pushed it away like I think a lot of younger kids do you know especially like in the city when you're exposed to all sorts of different perspectives Mm -hmm. um, is I just like the the aspect of that there are like these guiding like the Ten Commandments Mm -hmm. like there's these guiding 
Yeah, like the, the, the morals and values that you get from it. And that's uh, Owen Smith chiming in. I really Hello. appreciate that one. Um, but the morals and values that you get from religion, I think are very valuable. And mm-hmm. that's like the, that's like really what I try to, I guess, model my life after sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think there's a lot of utility in that. Of course, there's like, go ahead. Oh, this is a sidebar. So I was in Kaufman with my teammates last year and we were walking and this guy was like, oh yeah, I want some free ice cream. And you're like, oh, hell yeah. Name 10 beers. And you know, they list it off pretty easily. Because like, okay, now name the Ten Commandments. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> and I have a pass. I'm not you know, but they were just like they named maybe four and the guy's like, Oh, you guys probably got eight. <laughs> mm. Yeah, bro. I d I don't what even know. What is it? What is it? Uh thou not thou shalt not like kill. lost after another, steal, thou shalt not kill, kill steal. Love, um, love thy neighbor. Prove <laughs> worship a false god. Is that not a love one? <laughs> I don't is that one? Know. I think that's I'm not, different. I, I'm not uh, oh, too well versed. Yeah, but there, but there's, th- but the thing is, like with all religion, there's like a general set of rules that you follow, and really, it's a lot of it is very similar. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, it's very interesting. Like when you look at all the religions, it's like there, there, you can draw, especially with the stories. Like Jordan Peterson talks about this in Twelve Rules. Yeah. There, you know, there's like this divide. Well, I won't get into that, but there's, there's like, well, I, I like the that. same basic principles that you should follow. Mm-hmm. There's right. like, yeah, it's like, it's very interesting how we all kind of like can agree, like do no harm to other people. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Unless you're in a self-defense situation or, or whatever. Right. But you know, that's, that's pretty across the board. Right. And it's interesting how that exists. It's like, you have these thousands of different areas of, of spirituality and religion, except even within all those thousands of areas, it's like you find similarities that are very, very along the same lines. Across the board. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, there's something to be learned about that for sure. And know? I think, um, and people should go listen to this on your podcast, I think in the introduction episode, why you got into it, or maybe one of the first few episodes sure. about the documentary you saw. Yes. What documentary was that? Because I saw that one as well. Mm-hmm. And I was zeitgeist. like, it's the uh, Zeitgeist, yeah, right. It's, so it was the, I saw the first Zeitgeist movie and that was just kind of like covering religion and and the similarities between religion and also kind of like the, the tax on 9-11 and stuff like that. It was an introduction to kind of quote conspiracy theories, whatnot, but also like a, a new look on theology and religion. Uh-huh. And I, you know, it was really awesome to look at. It kind of opened my mind to stuff like that. And you said you've, you've seen it, but there's three yeah. other, that's a three part series of the movies. Right. There's like addendum and then moving forward. He, the guy who made it, his name's Peter Joseph. And he's got some awesome thoughts on YouTube and some videos on the monetary system and yeah. how money works on scarcity and stuff like that. So you should, I'd definitely recommend going and checking that out. Yeah, so. and, and another thing, before we get off Scientology or whatever, if we sure. want to go back to it, a documentary that I saw that's really good on Scientology called Going Clear. Okay. Um, I saw that pretty recently, and that one's pretty good. Gotcha. It, it outlines how people basically how, how it's st- they start them off so small mm-hmm. and then it keeps ramping up and ramping up and and before they know it they're trapped in it and they just mm-hmm. keep uh throwing money at this thing mm-hmm. and when they try to leave they like they like live in these compounds yeah. and they're not allowed to leave mm-hmm. and if they are they're like threatened with death and mm-hmm. like uh something bad happening to their family and stuff like that so mm-hmm. going clear is a really interesting thing and it and it, and it outlines the process of also how they got like tax exempt status, mm-hmm. um, like all religions have. Mm-hmm. So that was really interesting as well. Yeah, as far as documentaries go on that tangent, I actually, I recently finished and also uh, like with the idea of um, religions and cults. Like I just finished a documentary called Wild Wild Country. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. It's on Netflix. I might have. It's um, awesome. It's super good, and it's and it's very very linked to what we're talking about because the guy who started it, his name is Bhagwan Sri Rajneesh also known and referred to as Osho. And he was a guru, a spiritual guru from India. And he started there and, you know, he basically like taught, you know, spirituality and meditating and all these different spiritual methods of introspection and growth to people. And he garnered attention back in the 80s or the late 70s from the West. And these highly trained intellectuals, businessmen, business people, you know, people who are making a lot of money, who are seeking truth or whatever, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, people right. who are very gullible to like a religious kind of idea because they, they need that like ethical, moral side of themselves. Because they don't have that because right. they're Because they're ingrained. working their ass off, you yeah. know what I mean? They're, they're, they're working like all, you know, all day, like not having any time to sit down and meditate and like introspect. Right. So they're like, okay, well, I want to go out and find something that fills that hole in myself, which I think we all kind of need and have. And so they, they went to this man, Osho, or... Bhagwan, and he garnered a, a huge following, and they and he decided with his people to move to Oregon, 
it's an insane story, dude. They, they moved to Oregon, bought 80,000, because these people are making money. Like, they, they bought 80,000 acres of land in Oregon, northern Oregon, and built a freaking city based on love, compassion, spirituality, enlightenment, and growth. And they built, a, uh, uh, they built housing. They built a giant meditation center that could fit, fit like, thousands of people. They built agri- or, you know, agricultural systems, irrigation systems, dams, lakes, uh, food, you know, like, food supply, clothing, everything. And the people that were below this original guy who started it started to take advantage of him. And they started to propagate it like a religion. But what's interesting is that he originally, if you read his books, was only propagating, like, or talking about a balance between religion and the efficiency the efficiency of modern life and, like, science, right? Right, you okay. Know? Because that's what some of these religions lack, I feel like. is like a lot of religions, like you said in Scientology, they pull you in and they don't want you to come out. They have right. boundaries, you know, so they can take advantage. Right. Um... And that's not what this guy did. And it's a really interesting documentary. I highly recommend you guys check it out. Huh. It's very relevant. Wild, man. But, like, people would call it, it would, people called it a cult. Right. Know, a cult because, like, outsiders would be like, you know, the government, U.S. government had problems with them. A huge story, you know, like, uh, the government and the laws came in and interfered. The, the surrounding counties interfered. And people were calling it a sex cult and all this stuff. Mm. But, like... The documentary is a good balance between the views. Yeah, interesting, man. Yeah. What are some other cults? There's some crazy ass. There was ones, that one yeah. sex cult with the lady from Smar- Smallville. Y'all remember that? No, no enlighten me. What was uh, that one? She. Okay, wait. Is small? What is Smallville about? It's like Superman I'm... before he's Superman. Okay. Yeah. Okay, it gotcha. On, it was like when you're like ten, when I was like ten, they were having. That's like when it was like on TV, but new episodes right. and shit. Right. Okay. It's like okay. it's like older than Supernatural. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Or they were on the same time, but it ended way before. So this actress was involved in some sort of cult, like, related to what? Yeah, so... Was she the starter or nah, the creator? No, she was, like, put into it. So it's the... Yeah, man, that's the thing. Is like, people... These cults are so easy to, like, for people to fall into, like, these really heinous kind of, like, mm-hmm. weird acts. You know what I mean? That are mm-hmm. just, like, totally taboo in regular society. But, like, oh, here's an opportunity for me to, like, quote, seek truth or or seek spirituality but in reality, like, go and do some fucking weird shit, yeah, you know what I mean? for real. Okay, so the cult was made by a guy named Keith, like, Rainery. It's called, um, Nexum. It's supposed to be, like, a multi-level marketing company, kind of like a self-help thing. It's, just, it's, a, it's a pyramid scheme. So what he did was he would get, like, famous people who were not feeling, like, they're famous, but, like, an actress who's, like, super popular, like, Alison Mack was in Smallville, sure, sure. but not getting any roles or anything after that, you know, kind of, like, down on themselves. He takes them and recruits them into this kind of thing, like, okay, I can help you mm-hmm. get better, and there's certain levels to it, like, okay, if you need, really need my help, you gotta do this for me. If you really need my help, you gotta do this for me. Yeah. And it turned to, like, okay, I can say we're having sex, and we're having sex. Mm. And he led Alison Mack, the Smallville actress, to kind of introduce people into this 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 cult and kind of getting them like it's supposed to be self-help you know it's supposed to be super nice and then it had like that core ring of people that the keith guy did at first and they kind of branched out and it was like a lot of like the seagram's heiress what is that like seagram the soda like the heiress that whole company um and then or is that the gin i'm not sure seagram's no, I don't know. It's like the ginger ale. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And that's Kevin Rubio t- tuning in. Thanks yeah. so much. <laughs> and like like that like Arist there's also an Arist some gin company like some that. famous like <laughs> some like rich ass people. So he was using their money and then like making them have sex with them. Damn. See, that's the thing if you if you get one spokesperson or like one like celebrity to be in on it, you can bring in so many other people. Yeah, yeah. Seagram's alcohol. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, dude. It's all it takes. It's because yeah, they do ginger ale and gin, and what and it, what's largest crazy owner is like, of alcoholic like, beverages sure. in the world. Wow. And he got the heiress to like pay for his life and then have sex with them. Do you guys like ginger ale? I do. I like I ginger ale a lot. That shit's nice. good. Like I'm, I used to have this like I don't drink soda binge, but like ginger ale doesn't count because it's good for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice. Ginger man. beer also really ginger good. Beer. Ginger beer. Helps beers. the stomach, bro. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does that and Seven Up. Yes, sir. For real, seven man. Up. Yeah, and that's what they do is, like, if they can get you on a hook, it's, like, because no one is ever going to be, like, or no one is, no one's ever going to say yes to someone coming up to them and be, like, hey, I'm going to tell you to have sex with me right now, and if, you know, like, and you will. Like, no one's going to be, no. like, all right, bet. Like, no. that's not how it goes. But it does go that way if they say, 
you know, can you do this little small thing for me? And yep. you'll be completely enlightened if you keep doing it. Yep. And then, you know, just like you have to chip away at something like that. And then yeah. when you get to the, like, you're literally chipping away at a person's personality and brain and consciousness. And when you get to the root, it's like you literally have mind. Bro, fucking there's mind there's a psychology to yeah. getting people to do stuff. Dude, that's oh, crazy. You know? Like if yeah. I want, if I want 20 bucks, I'm going to be like, can I get 50? Really? And he'd be like, no, what the fuck? Like, okay. How about 20? You know? Yeah. 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 Right. Or you can do it Fuck, little dude, by little, crazy. build it up. You know, because, like, it's all about, like, inclination and mm-hmm. subtleness. Like, the subtlety is important. Mm-hmm. That's, like, to succeed at it, you need to be subtle with it. Mm-hmm. It's like um, conditional, uh, uh, classic, classical conditioning, you know? It's, like, little yeah, by little. Yeah, we talked like, about this yeah, last yeah, time. Little mm-hmm. by little, you know? You got to just build up to it. Right. Um, and the thing is, too, it's, like, again, it goes back to my point that I made earlier. It's, like, anyone can it can be anyone you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like you think about these people who are in these cults and they're like oh my god like you're fucking every like it's literally everyone fucking this one dude Mm -hmm. that's like basically the point of the cult yeah but like that could be you like you like people don't understand that and the thing is what was that was it um oh what was it the the one where they they administered shocks to people oh yeah yeah, yeah. was it milgram's experiment yeah so so i think a lot of people have heard of this basically milgram's obedience Milgram's obedience uh, experiment. So they had someone sitting in a room separate from another person and they were told that they were administering shocks to someone every time that they they got a question wrong on a test. Every time they got oh, a question really? wrong. Yeah. Okay. And and there actually wasn't a real person there, but these people because there was someone telling them like to the administer scientist, someone of authority, an expert administering these shocks um, or telling them to administer these shocks they continually um, administered more lethal and more lethal uh, amounts of voltage. Mm-hmm. And they were like, they were eventually got to the point where they were administering like, like over, over the die. lethal amount of, of electricity to the person. Mm-hmm. And so, and the whole time they were like, I don't feel comfortable. I don't People feel comfortable. People were crying. Like, like, dude, please get right. Like crying about having to do, but still did it. They still did that shit. Yeah, dude, that's, that's so fun. wild. And like, so it really can be anyone. And what I like about the, I guess the parallel between that and like Nazism, you know what I mean? Like, and this is what Jordan Peterson talks about. Uh, yeah, People yeah. are like, I did what I was told. Right, exactly. And, and I kind of wanted to talk, cause I know Anthony has been reading 12 rules for life and I really yeah. enjoyed that book as well. Yep. And obviously Jordan Peterson is like a really big figure in the news and he's like controversial and everything. But he talked a lot about obedience and like, he's basically saying like anyone could do that shit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think that aspect of psychology is so interesting. Mm -hmm. Sorry, go ahead. Do you want to say something? And, and it's, and it's, it's more common than people think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and, um, I think it's what speaks more to that is like that manifests itself in a person because that person has vulnerabilities Mm. and in another sense like that can happen like i guess the philosophy or like the main statement about that is like it can have what's important about that is that it can happen to anybody but the the question is then like why and i think the answer to that question is because people are underdeveloped in certain you know introspective meditative areas within themselves so much so that they don't know themselves to a point where they would be able to say no because mm-hmm. when you know yourself That's truly, when you when you know yourself truly, and you and you know you have principles, and you are like I rock hard yep. and rock solid to those yep. principles, then, like again, like you can't you can't when you know you can't influence anybody but yourself. When someone offers you a decision like that, to have the courage or the you know what I mean, or like it takes the, a lot the bravery to, right. to to act only on your own principles because you know yourself that well, like. I think that's where a lot of people are lacking, and that's why this, you know, Nazism and the and the, and the atrocities that, that that happened there could exist because so many people were lacking in that area. It takes you know? a lot to be and, different, and, and people need to develop that. And even now, like so many, like people can, you know, be taken into cults and whatnot mm-hmm. and taken right. advantage of because they have not fully developed themselves introspectively, you know, reflectively. Right. You know. Right, and I agree like with that. that for sure. And that's what I like that you guys talk about on your podcast is like ways of being able to do that Mm -hmm. again the based earth podcast is like a really good way to it's kind of a a easy in to that world you know Mm -hmm. and if you want to talk about it now Anthony some ways and I I, we all like have ways of Of building up that level of introspection Mm -hmm. but like what kind of things can people do 
to increase their level of confidence and increase like their bravery and their ability to like avoid this shit that because like it's not just cults it's also like anything giving into like peer pressure yeah. or giving into things like of course and the thing is peer pressure in my opinion i think there's there's so many levels to it it's like such a subtle thing mm -hmm. because to be honest with you during freshman year of college so this was last year i feel like i was basically trying to cram myself in this box of mm -hmm. who i thought people wanted me to be yes and i was not happy i was unhappy mm -hmm. and now that i'm kind Yourself. of now that i'm myself and i'm trying to understand the processes that like made me do that mm -hmm. it's like allowing me to actually feel like confident and good that i'm like working towards that yeah so like you know i think like there's a lot of issues with that today and especially for me personally you know right. and i'd like to hear like you guys talk about maybe some things you do, you do to increase that level of introspection meditation and to increase your self-confidence self within yourself yeah well i mean I, I would say well hamza do you want to say yeah i can go first go for it so Oddly enough, Clark, I was the opposite of you. In high school, that was me. Like, I wanted to fit in and all this kind of stuff. And I kept a lot of stuff about myself under wraps, you know? I'm a really big anime. I read manga all the time. Like, mm -hmm. I, and that was like, okay, I can't talk about this around people, you know? Because people, like, you know how high school, you know, you can't, right? Yeah, right. So, I myself, like, I was like, I kept so much, I was quiet. I, I mean, I was active, you know, there, but I was really quiet when it came to about myself. Mm. And, you know, once I came to college, I came to the realization that, like, who, like, of all these people I'm trying to fit in with will be there with me in 10 years? You know? Mm. Me. Yeah, right. And You're I'm not saying person. that there will be. Guaranteed. Yeah. At yeah. the end of the day, like, th that's who I'm going to have to live with my whole life. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, there are going to be people, you know? And if they're really my friend, or, then why would they care if I have this kind of thing, you know? And the amount of effort and how taxing it was for me to be this way or do this thing or do this thing like, you know like you know you two know me i was a really outgoing guy right yeah like i'm and you know i told you this earlier like i don't i am not you know i'm not that like not good at being outgoing like that you know i was talking about this the other day right um well so for me it was just kind of like a i know who i am i know who i'm trying to be i know what's different between who i am and who i'm trying to be i know what the benefit is of me trying to be this person and what the what the opportunity costs of me doing that. The benefit is like, okay, people, I'm more well, I'm like, people like me, even though people already like me, you know? It's like, some, these people like me, these people think I'm cool, you know? Mm -hmm. But then I'm draining myself mm -hmm. in a way that I could be putting forth towards what I enjoy doing or, mm -hmm. you know, some kind of other thing. Yeah. And for me, I, I was just like, okay, then I, I need, something needs to change because I know that I will be a lot happier if I just act like myself and do who and be who I am and if I am able to put that energy into something that I think is meaningful you know mm -hmm. which is why I mean like this podcast this is something I would have done like mm -hmm. if you asked me to do this two years ago you know mm -hmm. like I wouldn't be I don't play I play video games a lot more now because that's what I like to do I it brings ha me happiness you know yeah. and now that I'm able to do that kind of stuff like and you know I've been dealing with a lot of like personal stuff mental mm -hmm. issues like this is my outlet and yeah. now that I'm actually uh, accepting the fact that this is an acceptable outlet for me no, I'm doing a lot better. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What about? For sure. Dude. I agree, and I, dude, I congratulate you on that. You Thanks, know, man. because like coming out of your shell and and uh, take it takes courage, dude, and it takes yeah. effort, and it ta and it's challenging, and it's difficult. It's hard to, you know, do something that you've been accustomed to or what feels safe. You mm -hmm. know, it's hard to do what where there's you know where there's no security. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because yesterday we, two days ago, I had an episode on. Um, expectations. Diego and I were talking with his friend Emmy on expectations and like what they mean. And um, like you, you were talking about with yourself, it's like you have you put you put up these walls of expectations or this box of expectations that you have for yourself, mm -hmm. which are not actually like grounded in like you, you. We were talking about in our episode how you shouldn't even have expectations. You should just have like educated guesses or just like, um, you know, like understand the potential of the reality of things. It's mm -hmm. like things if you expect something to go a certain way. Or if you expect to be a certain way or act a certain way, it's like then you're automatically limiting yourself for, or or denying yourself like of the of like what of what life. could happen. It's yeah. like if something mm. bad happened, then it's like wow, you really just made yourself so much more disappointed because you had those expectations. Mm -hmm. yeah. If you didn't and you're being balanced about it, 
you would have been fine. It's like you would have taken that risk of being a, like a weirdo at a party and like mm-hmm. <laughs> acting a goof and being yourself and taking that risk to like say something weird. Right. And maybe you fucked up, but you know what? You did it and you learned something about it. And instead of just being safe and looking around and trying to see if you could say something cool or like be like the rest of everybody because mm-hmm. everyone else is doing it. Yeah, everyone right. else is trying to figure out their expectations or, or like looking, for, looking forward to their expectations. But, you know, like as far as spirituality goes and, and like introspecting, uh, and meditating like we had an episode a while ago about uh, three methods from which you can look into yourself because looking into yourself is, a, is definitely a method by which you can um, learn more about yourself and, and understand yourself because understanding who you are as a person is a lot better than trying to look everywhere else but yourself and, and develop, developing a personality or character from that right you know you should develop your personality and character from looking within yourself because that's again like you said in 10 years you're going to be the only person they're going to be in 50 and 60, you know, you have to live with yourself. You are who you are and that's all, you know, right? Right. Right. You know, you know yourself better than you know anybody else. Right. So it's, it's literally, I mean, most likely your obligation, like people, it's your obligation to fucking eat food every day. You know, it's your obligation to have breakfast, have lunch and dinner, right? Because what, you're going to be hungry, but no one tells you it's your obligation to sit down and meditate and look into yourself mentally, you know, and spiritually to understand what's going on inside your freaking head you know what i mean yeah, yeah. You, it's very easy to see when your stomach is hungry you know oh wow i feel hungry like mm-hmm. yeah okay let's eat some food super easy right but it's not easy to sit down and and, and introspect right you know? and there's methods by which you can do that which we've we, i've referenced before which is um meditation um contemplation mm-hmm. and concentration mm-hmm. and each of these cover three different ways of kind of looking into yourself so contemplation covers kind of um like an intuitive side and intuition is more of like a spiritual or like the way that you feel Mm -hmm. is another way of describing it and contemplating about your life you know who you are as a person or what you may uh seek out to be it's very it's 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 centered in potentiality it's it's centered in the future it's centered in contemplation is centered in what you want to be or what you want to do in the future right or what you could be if you will and then concentration is really focus it's like analytical it's logic it's breaking down yourself it's analyzing yourself it's looking at the practicalities of yourself it's looking at how you utilize your your daily actions it's, it's the breakdown of information of yourself of your thoughts right and then meditation is clearing everything from both of those two it's like clearing your head completely and just experiencing and it's like feeling. taking out the trash yeah well there you go exactly yeah. you know it's 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 emptying yourself really and then allowing everything else to come in because of course you know we're all humans but we're we're surrounded by a reality we're surrounded by an earth by nature by trees by animals plants you know all these other beings and organisms that are acting on their own just like us and who's to say that they aren't you know like free from like if i see a bird dude the bird is just flying around and it's not like thinking about yeah, fucking right. what it's doing it's like in a completely <laughs> meditative state but it's also beautiful and it's acting on its own it's not like do i look good flapping my wings exactly like, dude, <laughs> it's just flying man and it's got to eat yeah you know but like it's probably in like a meditative state dude and, and if you think about the life like, like that it's easy to you know come one with yourself like again yeah yeah i i liked what you mentioned about like thinking about what when you said that everyone else is thinking that same way, like Mm -hmm. at a party, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think that's what I've, Oh, sorry about that. I think that's what I've tried. That's what helped. What's helped me a lot for me personally. It's like a way that you can increase your level of introspection or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's like, try to put yourself in the shoes of other people, because I think that we're really good at like we're, we're, conditioned Mm -hmm. to try to already try to put ourselves in the mind of other people Mm -hmm. but the problem with that is that we put the mind we put ourselves in the mind of other people and we try to think of their perception of us Mm -hmm. when in reality we should be thinking of their perception of themselves Mm -hmm. and when you actually do that and you think clearly about that you can realize, like you said, like everyone is thinking the same way. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's it's a it's an incorrect thinking pattern when you're worried about what other what other people are are doing, mm-hmm. or, or rather, what other people are thinking of you. Mm-hmm. Because so you're already making that step by putting your putting your mind and putting your conscious inside the conscious of another person. Mm-hmm. But you make an error when you try to think of their perception of you when in reality you have to think of like their perception of themselves. Mm -hmm. And when you do that, you'll realize that the shit's all the same. Mm -hmm. Like everyone is insecure and everyone has these weird, like anxious ass thoughts about like what they're doing, how they're sitting, like what type of 
shit they're wearing, what they're saying. And I've just tried to be, I'm obviously not an expert at all. And like, I've, I'm, I'm working on getting better at it, but like mm-hmm. through the process of working at it and getting better at it, I've naturally become calmer mm-hmm. in those scenarios, in like those social scenarios. Yeah, it's like don't don't deny your your thoughts, don't deny yeah. who you are. I mean, at least I mean, at least on the mental plane, at least on the thought plane, at least on like the feeling plane. I mean, you, if you're if you're doing that, like if you're if you're talking like you're like if you're if you're acting the way that you not really are thinking or you're not really are feeling then that's already an error right because mm-hmm. you're and, not and, like in alignment right. and so like if, if i see someone doing that i mean i can i can tell because i've done it before you know what i mean and if if they're doing that that means that they're also thinking or feeling on a certain level like not who they really are they're not yep. thinking genuine thoughts they're not actually like uh ex- exercising thoughts that they're that they that are their own you know what i mean yeah. and it sucks dude it really sucks because people really suffer from that shit dude yeah. and, and people and if people knew themselves more if people really looked within themselves more i think that that um we'd have a lot a very beautiful freaking earth with no suffering and shit dude. yeah people wouldn't hold their own people would be individuals people would be undivided <clears throat> within themselves and if you're undivided within yourself you can be undivided externally yeah yeah because yeah. you're you know you, you can you be more connected to the moment exactly right oh of course because right. you know like if you're insecure about anything you're also insecure about time and about uh, what could happen yeah you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Of things it's like what could happen moment to moment? Like you said, we're sitting and fidgeting and shit like that. It's because we're all noticing different things that yeah. we could, we could quote unquote be doing, you know, for security, right? Yeah. Because, you know, yeah, man. it's interesting. I mean, especially when you look at like younger people, you know, um, or just people like around, like our generation, this is a big problem. Mm-hmm. At least that's what I think, especially people yeah. around our age. Like I have a friend who, whenever he'd go out, you know, he has to look this way. He has to wear, hair has to be this way. Clothes mm-hmm. has to be this way. He has to wear this specific pair on, you know, like, to present himself like I mean mm-hmm. when I go out in Clark I go out with whatever I'm wearing you know still mm-hmm. looking clean though I mean baby yeah boy. So, you, know, <laughs> I, you know what I'm saying I guess I'm <laughs> yeah. but like cause they I mean and insecurity I guess stems from like a sense of wanting to belong you know mm-hmm. it's oh, lack of security insecurity yeah. means lack, lack of, of security. security yeah you know and everyone wants to belong it's in human nature that you want to feel like you are welcomed and want to feel that you are a part of um, mm-hmm. the, this group of people mm-hmm. but I think somewhere where our generation kind of like departed from from how before it was is that fact. I mean, I think social media is a big influence on sure, that. Sure, of course. Like, I know I have a friend. She she her name's Keila. She models, right? Mm-hmm. Um, she models models in New York, and she told me about like the the conditions people were in. You know, like how they lived this whole life. Like, look at me, I model, I do all this stuff. I live in a bunk bed. It's right. not and, real, man. Yeah, and it's like really a, not real. eight people bunk beds. You know what I'm saying? Like, because they want to present them especially if you go to like california look at those like ig models and stuff right. like they're fronting everyone they're fronting because they want to look this way right. and i think that's because yeah. we've put like i remember you talking about like um scarcity and stuff like we put mm-hmm. so much value on materialism mm-hmm. and i think that's a big proponent into people wanting you know because i have a perfect personal example there are these pair of shoes that i wanted right this pair, pair of like nikes uh they look you all know what sell from dragon ball z Maybe. He looked cl- kind of like him, but this pair of shoes that I wanted—they were—they were nice. You know, I really wanted these shoes, like pair of Nikes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I wanted them so, so, so bad. I put so much work into getting them, right? Mm-hmm. And eventually, I got them. And I put so much value and so much of my, like, you know, my conscious and effort into the shoes. Mm-hmm. I felt empty as hell when I got them. I felt so empty. Yep. I was like, I was in fifth grade, mm-hmm. and I was feeling <laughs> empty. You know, mm-hmm. and I think that's uh, that can be a model of how 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 it really is for a lot of people in our generation. It's know? like there's no fulfillment in that Zero. in that object because Zero. there's no utility. Be- well, I mean, like you can get your uti- like there's utility in shoes, right? Because mm-hmm. we wear them so we don't hurt our feet. But there's no but you like put, there's you put so much aspiration into it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like there's no there's not much utility in like different kinds of shoes. Yeah. The only utility that I see there is like the artistic beauty of it, yeah. right? Or the aesthetic. But that only goes so far, yeah. you know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. Because you think, you know. I mean, like in my case, I thought these. Sh- I was about to be dope as hell when I got, you know. What right, right. I'm about I to be like so cool, you know. Yeah. I'm just like, oh man, yeah. he's fresh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and I got, I got a couple compliments, yeah. But like, yeah. I put, I put so much expectation into what w- is, what will be, you know, mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, it didn't happen because I mean I was being unrealistic about it, but still, like, then what? And that was the thing. That was like the then what? Now mm-hmm. that then what? I haven't like. I have a, I know a lot of people who like finish college and they're like, okay, now what? Yeah. Right. You know? Because right. 
you put so much value onto this one thing that you want. And this, as soon as you get it, like, its value can be all that it was meant to be or nothing. Yeah, it's yeah. Where, where values are placed. You yeah. know what I mean? Because, mm-hmm. like, where, where you play, like, people forget about where the center of values root from. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, be, and, it can, and it can stray away so far from, like, this root of where values come from. And it exists, man. Like, there is, like, when we noticed earlier how there is some sort of similarity between all religions about this kind of ethical there's moral values. there's this moral standard that exists it's like yeah. that moral standard does exist one and it's also like it 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 um it's like where we can reference our value system right it's where we can reference what we think is right and wrong and people forget about that you know what i mean ice cream there's, there's an ice cream truck <laughs> coming i think we need to get it like a, a dilly bar real they don't quick. have dilly bars what, what? They no they don't shit bro i got a 10 on me but i don't want to Damn, use it that looks sus <laughs> you know, someone was just telling me about that the other day that they, that they that they think um, ice cream, ice cream <laughs> like the ones in Minneapolis are sauce because they're actual vans. And you know, I, I I mean I grew we a lot of us we all grew up in the city. You know, yeah. like they had like the box trucks. But then people, yeah. I mean, my neighborhood ice cream he went independent. He's like, nah, I don't like them. They're cheap, put me poorly. So I was like, why don't I just do it myself? You know, and he made bank. Yeah. I, I think that's why they're all like that now. Yeah, yeah. probably. But Man. I have ice cream sandwiches. I want some ice cream sandwiches. I, I got dilly bars too, but we can have some later, bro. But yeah, I, I really like what you guys have been saying. Like, I appreciate you guys like exposing people to that. Cause I think people don't really like the thing is everyone thinks about it, but, and everyone has that feeling, but it's like when it's articulated to you, it's so much easier to understand, especially for me, like listening to you guys talk about it. And I really like what you talked about the social media stuff and about like influencers, feeling empty inside because they're basing their whole lives on things that really have empty values. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like I'm successful and I'm, I am a person because of, you know, this thing. Because of, because of this thing that was created yep. 10 years ago, right. social media type shit. It's and, not real. Right. And, and this was, I, the new black mirror came out yesterday. That mm-hmm. shit's like, and it was three episodes. It was kind of underwhelming to me, honestly, but they really, they obviously, everyone knows that they're going to talk about a ton of social media yep. stuff. Right, they always There's do. that one episode with the lady in the... I haven't seen him yet, so... You know yeah, what I'm talking about? Season one? Season one, the lady in the... With, like, the social media stars. thing, like, you can five-star oh, yeah, them? Yeah, 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 Exactly, yeah. That was season three, actually. Oh, okay, well, but I, that, that's the only episode I've ever seen. That was the first time Netflix picked them up, so that was, like, the featured episode, oh. which is why it would be, like, the first one that you saw. Oh, okay. But, um, basically, they talked about, like, a social media thing and a celebrity who was unfulfilled because they had all this presence, but really they weren't doing what they actually wanted to do, you know? Gotcha. Um, and there was just a lot of social media stuff. So I really recommend people check it out. Personally, I thought it was underwhelming. I want you guys, I want you Hamza to watch it so maybe we can talk about it next uh-huh. week or something like that. Um, I have to. Watch, I don't have Netflix, I have to watch it in your room. Okay, yeah, I got you, bro. But yeah, man, that's so crazy. Like, and, and the fact that like, it's, but, but it's like, how do people find these values? Well, I, I will rebuttal. It's like Absolutely. people find these values by using what they were all, what they were freaking born with. It's like people forget about what they were born with. And it's not obvious. It's not very obvious either because like you're not told that you're born with a conscience or, or thoughts or like the ability to introspect or the ability to reflect. You're, I mean, you're told you're born to like exercise, like eat some food, make sure you stay hydrated, you know, like yeah. stay in shape or whatever and, and like be healthy physically. Right. But like right. this mental side is you know it's it's neglected in a certain way which shouldn't be neglected and and like within that sphere of knowledge or within that sphere of reflection it's like inside that sphere exists where we hold our values where we where we develop and understand and come to understand our values right right because it happens in our thoughts we think about things we interpret them and then we develop what we think is right or wrong based on that you know you could say it comes from our heart as well but Um, people stray so people forget about that dude people Mm -hmm. forget about these underlying axiomatic like ways of of how we develop and and, and come to understand our values yeah and because it's it's either absorbed in like you said materialism uh, going to college getting a job getting a career so many other factors and that's why I question like the 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 status quo like just question the you know society at large or whatever because it's like why why are we forgetting about these fundamental things that exist you know within ourselves which are so important yeah you know and yeah. which are also like the keys to ending you know unnecessary things and us unnecessary suffering and unnecessary pain among so many people yeah you know? and and it's such a it's such a tough thing and it's like we we have to bring it up because the thing is like this straying away from like 
understanding like our underlying values because mm-hmm. i agree with you i think like it is possible just through like getting more in touch with your natural being mm-hmm. that you can find value in things or you can find like true value within things mm-hmm. but it's like it's so hard to get away from that because we've been conditioned and the human race has been conditioned mm-hmm. for centuries mm-hmm. to lean towards monet like money yes. and lean towards materialism yeah like it's no wonder that we have all these issues nowadays and like it's no wonder we have issues with social media and with mental health stuff and that's why i'm so glad that you know you guys are talking about it and like a lot of people are bringing it up now like it's such a huge and the thing is it's such a huge market nowadays like mm-hmm. everyone's talking about mental health and and trying to understand mental health but um I don't know. I think sometimes it's go, it's it's like gone about the wrong way. Oh, of course. And um, as soon as you start to stretch your legs in the wrong way, man. Like, yeah. You're gonna pull something. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> there you bro. go, man. For real. Perfect. Yeah. And the thing is, it's 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 a muscle like anything. Yeah, exactly. Like you have like to realize a sprain. Like it's a sprain. You know, like if I yeah. if I broke my leg, I'm not gonna go on my leg. You know what? I'm not saying mm-hmm. my brain's broken, but there's something there's something wrong. It's another type of injury. It's type type of you know. You yeah. can have mental scars. That's why it's the thing. You right. know. And just because you can't see it doesn't mean that you know it's not there that well, exactly and i think people are like oh you're too soft you're too soft but that's because you're denying the fact that that existed in the first place well, of course you know of course the people like, who are like why no one would have to say that you're too soft if that didn't exist you know what i mean yeah like no like you don't have to you know you don't have to bring up antithesis if there is no thesis right yeah. you don't have there mm. there is no black if there is no white you know what i'm saying right so like right. To, but like denying the existence of one or the other or putting shame to one or the other is really like there's no balance in that, right? And balance is what we need. You know yeah. I mean? Amongst all different topics and values and whatnot. If that makes any for sense. Real, bro. Yeah. Definitely. The balance. Yeah. That's you know, like the most important. I want to go back to what I said a while ago. I process stuff slow. But when you said about like once you're not undivided in, you're gonna be undivided. That really, that really yeah. resonated with me. My two best friends, we are 100% different people. Each mm-hmm. one of us. Like one of the, one of us is like a. You know, big party do all that kind of stuff, right? Sure, sure. And the other one, he's super big, like, like spiritual hippie, like all that kind of stuff. Right. And then there's me. I'm just like the really nerdy, like I have my, my own, like best like, ride or dies, best friends. And the fact that we're able to become best friends despite all like the differences that we have is crazy, mm-hmm. you know? Because yeah. even growing up, we were all different, but we all found that sense of community with one another because we, you know, we were all comfortable mm-hmm. with who we are. Yeah, exactly. It's like the, the one thing that every single person shares. That's equal, at least on like the one thing that's equal amongst every single person on this planet is that we're all unequal. So yeah. we're all unique. Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? So For like sure. the fact that you guys are all like any three people that are purely un- undivided within themselves, any thousand people that are purely undivided within themselves can all be friends ride or die friends dude because yeah. they all accept each other fully like that's what a true friendship is yeah that's what a best friendship is is when you both accept each other for their extreme level of uniqueness and exactly who they are who they are right you know? and when you start to not understand that or see that then that's when con- contradiction and interference comes into play and that's yeah. where you can't find you know you like you, you can't find uh well you know I, I won't go in there yeah no i mean i know what you mean man it's like and i, I think hams and i were talking about this probably like two or three episodes ago mm-hmm. about like friendship like making friends yeah, like yeah I, and we were talking about this literally today like yeah. it's so weird that like how do you become friends with people yeah you know, like, <laughs> you know what i mean like some random thing happens like right. one of our, one we have one of our really close mutual friends named henry like he was on the team like on the classroom team when i was in high school and then we just, like started talk we like talked one day and then like four years down the line he's like one of my closest friends like right. just uh, i don't know how i'm thinking back like i don't know you know right. it's crazy right yeah it's great it, it has to be like a natural thing yeah and that's the thing like bro the thing is like but the thing is is this something that you just learn with time or like do you have to think about it you know right. because right. like do you guys see people that are older than you that like don't have that like still have like issues with this shit what do you mean like, what, what are you referring to when you say what we were talking something? about like with they lack like the level of introspection like sure, sure. they, oh, well, they, yes, they does, have all this insecurity time. oh yes dude. But, so you have to put forth it because because i'm kind of just playing devil's advocate i'd of like course. to hear what you guys want to want to say about it but it's like because it's like you see these people like i work at an office i got this internship and i'm not really happy with it i'm grateful that it's just for the summer mm-hmm. you know that i'm gonna be done with it in a few months right but i see these people that are like they seem like self-secure and they seem like um you know they seem like they have things going on but it's like you don't really know 
right. what's going on in like the inner workings of their mind. Mm-hmm. And it's like you see people that definitely still have insecurities even when they're older. Yes. So it's like, so it's like maybe these things aren't actually because w- when we talk about this and we talk about young people, mm-hmm. it's like. I learned this as I got older. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people say, oh, it's just a process of growing older. Like you realize it as you become more mature. Mm-hmm. But like, maybe that's not really the well, case. I, I would say for, for, well, one, it's definitely applicable for when you're, ch- when you're a baby because there is a physical, you know, a biological growth factor that the scientific growth, you know, factor that plays in the part where like you ask a baby a fucking question about introspection, he's going to say goo goo gaga, right? Right. Like that, that, <laughs> that definitely plays into play. You know, but there reaches there's a certain point in time when an individual can, ha, you know, has a consciousness that can, you know, practice or at least begin to go on the journey of introspection. So it's like 25 years to brain development. Is that what you mean? Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like fully there's, developed there's a, brain. Yes, there's a certain level where and not even fully developed, like like you can start exercising or practicing like introspection and meditation when you're very, very young. You know? Yeah. And, right. um, and, and it doesn't need to be enforced or anything. It's like it's I think it comes very naturally to people because it's not hard. You know, you sit down. Yeah. and like, Clear your mind. So like I, I think age is definitely out of the question when it comes to like doesn't if it comes with like a certain level uh, of age yeah like it you know anyone once you reach a certain point you know when you at least have a consciousness when you're like seven or something or five you can start practicing and introspecting and reflecting yeah from right then right, on right. for the rest of your life right. people who are old and not and are fucking unhappy dude i guarantee you they probably haven't gone down that route or like haven't balanced their consciousness in a certain way or the other that's the reason why they end you know? up bitter you know yeah yeah real, dude. Dude. It's less yeah. lack of security, man. Like if anyone is mad at you or anything or expressing negativity, it's like, they, dude, they're, they, there's something that is not there within themselves, dude. They're not secure. A fucking secure wall is built of brick by brick yeah. by brick and is will not move, dude. You have to have that base. Yeah. So like if you if you're look, some people think that they'll get bricks for that wall, their wall, by like hitting other people. You know, mm, but it's right. really first of all, it's, number one, it's taking bricks from their wall and throwing it at them, and it's and their walls getting bre- broken down, dude, and they're fucking sad people, dude. Yeah. They're insecure. They're looking for security when they attack people or when they have to defend themselves when people attack them because they're fucking assholes. Right. You know. Right. Shit, man. That's so, crazy. That's crazy, dog. Well, we're at the hour mark. Nice. What do you guys think? Solid, I'm good, bro. Dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah. You, you guys. I, you know, I'm open to talk about anything else. Kevin Owen, Kevin Owen. You guys sound really good. Thanks, Keep Owen. Thank you, Owen was rubbing his nipples, just so everyone knows. Oh, hairy. <laughs> awesome, dude. Hairy. So they're he was, hairy. so so he was obviously stimulated by this conversation. <laughs> Alrighty, well, thanks everyone so much for tuning in. I really appreciate everyone listening. Uh, thanks so much to Anthony. Of course. Uh, Thank you for having me, dude. It's a pleasure. Yeah, definitely, bro. And um, check out Based Earth. Uh, it's on SoundCloud as well as Spotify, That's correct? Correcting. And the website. BasedEarth.com. Yeah, Diego. Uh, Juarez is my co-host and right. Anthony myself. So, and also thank you guys. I really appreciate you yeah, guys having thank me. You, yeah, awesome. fun, man. So, awesome. Thank you, bro. Thank you, bro. Thank you, dude. Thanks, bro. Alrighty. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Uh, be sure to like and subscribe. Comment down below. Uh, let us know what you like, what you don't like, and uh, see you next time. And also, yeah, if you guys want to email us with any art, music, if you want to be a guest, Seventh Street Podcast at gmail.com. Otherwise, uh, stay safe. We encourage guests. Absolutely. Otherwise, stay safe. Uh, peace and love. Bye.